Happy Friday, guys, and welcome in to Puck Time on Wager Talk TV. We've been liking these smaller slates in the NHL. We'll try and cash some tickets. We've got three games to break down. We've got the Coyotes, Senators, Flyers, Capitals, and the Nightcap. In Anaheim, California, the Devils are visiting the Ducks. Of course, I am Andrew, and I've got Carmine with me. Just the two of us uh, for today's show here on Puck Time. But, uh, Carm, good to be with you as always, man. Happy Friday to you. Yeah, man, uh, it's Friday. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, this is a really good slate of NHL games coming up uh, this weekend. You know, today is a bit of a dud uh, on the games, but it seems like uh, we see this every Friday, but we can still find some winners, hopefully, uh, for the guys in our chat. And then we're going to have the 6 and 60. We also have a, um, this is something new. The ladder challenge is going to start on Monday. We're going to restart the ladder challenge because you know and i dropped the ball on the ladder challenge with uh with the ottawa centers but we're gonna we're gonna give it one more go see if we can get by four winners get the five and six and then we have, after game two we're gonna do a who's who because my wife who's a hockey fan uh but she's a hockey fan going back to like the um the eddie Belfour days and uh so watching uh the game last a uh, couple of games last night i'm switching back and forth and she goes and she says, you know who your friend looks like? And then she mentions someone. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I looked them up, and they kind of look the same. So we are going to play a little game, Andrew, of who's who. And uh, um, Eric our, uh, Eric Garcia, um, our graphics designer guy, is absolutely fire with the images that he comes up with. So uh, we'll have a little bit of fun with that. But, uh, Andrew, let's uh, a 1-0 night for you, a 4-0 night for me. Um, we just move on to today because it's a marathon, not a sprint. Congrats to Prez on winning your 5% play. Um, I want to say, listen, uh, I was ready. To, uh, I was in front of the TV last night watching the end of the Toronto Maple Leafs game. And um, I was cheering for as pretty much as hard as you can get for a guy who doesn't even have a play on the total for Buster um, because he had over six and a half and that's a bad B because the final, first of all, the final analytics, before we get to the, uh, this first game, the final analytics are just like, there should have been about seven goals scored at the very least in that game. Uh, if you look at uh, natural stat trick, but the leaf player, and I'm not sure who it was. I think it was Bertuzzi, uh, empty net from the opposing team's blue line. And he rings it off of. The goalpost. You've got a gaping net. Put it into the net with like two seconds left. It would have been another one of those um, festive miracles uh, that we have. But um, man, uh, a tough loss. He'll get back at it. He's been on a very good run. He'll get another win, Andrew. But let's get to it, man. Ottawa and Arizona, right? First game, we're going to talk. Ottawa, Arizona. And Carm, before we jump in, I just want to say really quick, it was a, just a 1-0 night for me last night. Had the Nashville Predators. But something I learned last night is, is you know, I, I've been real frustrated with volume this year in the NHL. And, you know, I, I tweeted out a play with the Bruins team total. There were many plays I talked about on puck time. But, you know, for people that don't bet something and don't get to the window with a play you liked, you know, if you were looking at all kinds of plays and they didn't make your best bet or your, you know, favorite card there. It's fine. Cause it's a good thing. It's a good feeling to know that you were right. And that's how I felt yesterday. It was a one and no day. I'm happy with it. Could it have been a two and O or a three and no day? It certainly could have been, but I'm happy with it. And it's for me right now, trying to build a run, 
I think that low volume is the way to go. But once you start seeing things more clearly, then you can start firing it and kind of once you hit that reset button. So I'm happy, hit the 5% two days ago, hit the 3%, and I do have a 4% play going tonight. Now getting into today's card here, Carm, we got the Ottawa Senators hosting the Coyotes. Coyotes on that East Coast Canadian trip. And they are looking to avoid tying their longest winless streak in existence uh, since the franchise moved to Arizona. Man, what's going to happen tonight in Ottawa, Carm? Can this team snap that losing streak they have? Because what's funny is even if they score three or four goals, they're losing. If they play a defensive battle, they're losing. And they've got an Ottawa team that's trying to play better hockey now. And let's face it, they're probably a better team than where they are in the standings indicate. And they have Clayton Keller, who's been injured for them. What are your thoughts here, Carm? Can Arizona break out of it? Or this is one of those ones where don't hurt your hand and catch that falling knife. Yeah, I, I don't want to try and catch the falling knife. Listen, uh, you, if you guys watched that game yesterday, um, the Toronto game, Arizona gave the Leafs all they could handle in that game. And it looked like it was going to be uh, done and dusted early because, uh, uh, you know, the Leafs got off to a good start in that one. But Arizona played them tough. Um, I like the way they played. And it's funny because who who scores the first goal uh, of the game? And a friend of mine, um, Garnett, uh, so if he's watching this show or he's watching it later, I'm, I'm giving him kudos. He literally put like 80 bucks on, I think it was $80 on uh, Matthew Nice to score the first goal of the game at 25 to one, Andrew, 25 to one, 80 bucks. Imagine cashing that ticket uh, nice. up on Instagram. That's where I saw it, man. Kudos to him. That's uh, unbelievable. But Matthew Nice also born on the day that was the last time the Leafs beat Arizona in Toronto, which was what, 20 plus years ago, I think it was 2022 or uh, 2002, 22 years ago, the Leafs. Imagine the Leafs not beating Arizona at home in 22 years. Uh, but I had the Leafs, so I'm happy that they finally, uh, they were due, uh, using the due factor. Man, 14 losses in a row, uh, 12 of them in regulation uh, for this Arizona team. This is the second of a back-to-back -back for them. On back-to-backs this season, uh, they have played six games this year. Uh, they are two wins, four losses in back-to-back. -back. That's actually for an Arizona team. Uh, two and four might actually be a good record for them. The average goal scored is what actually gets me because of the, how this team is playing. You would normally think the second of a back-to-back -back are higher scoring games, but the average goals being scored uh, in the second of back-to-backs in the six games for Arizona, 5.34 goals being scored uh, obviously different goalies in goal tonight it should be Vimelka and Corpusalo in, in goal but as chalky and as as square as it seems I, I have to believe Ottawa's the player they open at minus 170 goes to minus 190 and uh, I almost feel like uh, you just take the the puck line on this one to reduce it even further because I I, I feel like Arizona left it on the ice yesterday uh, in, in Toronto, they played a very good game, which I think helps the Leafs more than most people will think because uh, having an easy one uh, doesn't bode well. Well, it, it doesn't really help the Leafs prior to their big game tomorrow, but uh, playing a hard one against Arizona and winning uh, does. Uh, but I think Arizona left it on the ice. I'm taking Ottawa puck line tonight. 
Ottawa on the puck line. Hard to blame you. And if you're looking at team totals, if anyone's interested, here's the goals Arizona have given up over their last 10 games. Five, five, three, five, four, six, six, four, four, and four. So for those keeping track at home, the over three and a half for the opponent for the Coyotes has only lost once in the last 10 games. You know I'm a huge fan of the team totals, Carm. This is where I'm looking in this game here. The team total up and over three and a half for the Ottawa Senators. And one thing I really like about this one specifically is that you're getting an Ottawa team off a small two-game road trip here where I think they competed in those games, but they just weren't able to have success. Like, they, they looked good, but they weren't able to have success. It was Washington, and it was uh, Nashville. And you look at some of these games that they've played recently against Vegas, Dallas, Tampa Bay, that's been an actually a pretty strong performance, a pretty strong effort out of this uh, Ottawa team. They've dealt with some injuries. You know, Josh Norris now out. Uh, Thomas Shabbat has been dealing with some injuries a little bit here. But it's like you mentioned. It's not even as much like we're, you know, there's just, you saw last night, the Coyotes played everything they possibly could against the Maple Leafs. And now they're getting an Ottawa Senators team that is, you know, completely motivated in a spot where they're not going to be happy following their disappointing road trip. So it's not like they're getting an advantageous spot here either. And that's the thing that really sticks out to me is that even when they've been in good bet on spots, this Coyotes team has not been able to take advantage of it. And now the Ottawa Senators get to play host to them Second half of a back-to-back. Obviously, they have a losing record second half of a back-to-back. And this Ottawa team, minus 190, I think that they should be probably higher than that. You know, this is this is one of those games where I believe we could even lay the chalk with it, you know, despite looking at the puck line and the team total and things like that here, Carm. But as far as the total here, we have seen a lot of games for the Coyotes going over the total, you know, as a whole. Because I'm not getting a great price on the team total over with Ottawa. It's still like minus 135, which is something I don't really want to do. So how do you feel about the full game over in this one? You like the puck line. A lot of puck lines need to see a team score four or five goals anyway. If Arizona gets us two goals, we probably see this game go over. And Ottawa's defense hasn't been great either. Giving up 10 goals their last two games. Giving up goals as well to certain teams like Vegas and and when they play weaker teams, it's almost like they play down to their competition. It's like the Montreal Canadians, man. Look what happened last night, Montreal in a shootout against the Florida Panthers. But when they play against uh, your Buffalo Sabres, they give up five or six goals. We can't explain how it works, but that's just hockey for you. Any thoughts on the over in this one? Yeah, I, first of all, I want to thank you because I sent you and uh, a Prez a ticket I had. And uh, your response to the ticket I sent you was, uh, I won like 2K on that ticket. And you're like, well, now I feel better about Montreal losing that game because you, you, you made 2K uh, on that ticket. So, um, yeah, I had Florida uh, mixed in with a couple other teams in, in, in a parlay. But um, the, the problem with the over here for me is, and I'm not saying it's going to happen, but uh, Arizona could throw in like an absolute dud tonight. Like, I don't know what we're going to get out of them. It's tough to imagine what you're getting out of, of a team that has won 14, or sorry, that has lost 14 in a row and is on a second of a back-to-back. They seem to play well 
Um, the two games that went into into uh, OT for them during this 14-game losing streak were at Winnipeg, surprisingly a very good Winnipeg team that's third in the West, and against Nashville. But I believe the Nashville game was prior to Nashville going on that streak. And by the way, Nashville, seven games in a row after, after that win against Minnesota yesterday. I'm not saying... The, uh, you know, take the under in the team total for Arizona, but I don't know. I, I don't know if they can. Uh, I have to feel confident when taking it over that both teams can provide some scoring. And I'm not entirely sure that Arizona can do it. And, um, you know, it's kind of backed by the fact that uh, they're averaging 2.17 goals scored per game in the second of a back to back. That's what they're allowing. Uh, or, sorry, that's what they're scoring. They're allowing 3.17. Uh, in those six games, uh, which are seconds, uh, second of a back-to-back. So I don't know what they're going to do tonight. It depends on the, the type of game that Ottawa plays. If Ottawa wants to play an open game that has a uh, uh, and it turns into a pond hockey game, then Arizona is going to get theirs. But if Ottawa just wants to get a good win under their belts before they head into the weekend, this could very well be one of those 4-1, 5-1 type games that stays under the total and Ottawa covers the the regulation line, they cover the huge money line, and they cover the puck line, which is plus 125 if you're laying the goal and a half. So with that said, I don't want to touch the over just because I don't know what I'm going to get from – it's kind of like Cracker Jacks, man. Uh, you don't know what you're going to get when you open it up. I don't know what I'm getting with the Arizona uh, Coyotes tonight. And again, there's there's no lack of motivation for Ottawa tonight. That's for sure. Every point matters. Every game matters for this team, especially off the couple losses they're off of right now. Uh, guys, thanks for being with us here on this Friday here. Wager Talk TV puck time. Uh, of course, Wager Talk today coming up at 12 o'clock Eastern. But please hit the like button on this video. You can find both Carmine and myself at wagertalk.com. All of our favorite plays, our best bets. We'll also have a Saturday edition of puck time up that'll be up early tomorrow morning i believe uh as carmen and i will be uh recording that um later on this afternoon i believe or early into the evening breaking out a few games for the saturday slate but uh carm keeping the train on the tracks here we'll jump into philadelphia and washington and i'm not a huge quotes guy but uh you know i found one here with dylan strome i kind of liked it he said we're right there I think we've done a decent job the last 10 games of battling back, putting ourselves in at least striking distance. We have to take care of business tomorrow, get a couple of games under our belt before the deadline. If we go 3-0, and we can make some tough decisions for our management. With that being said, I think the Capitals are frauds. I am not a fan of this Capitals team. <laughs> it's a great quote. He believes in his team right now, but I'm looking more at the Morgan Frost quote where, you know, he is more disappointed talking, you know, angrily about his team, even after some wins. And this Washington Capitals team, going through some wins they've had recently, okay? They beat a struggling New Jersey team. They beat your free space on the bingo card with the Montreal Canadiens. They take down a Tampa Bay team at the time Tampa Bay was struggling. When they've played remotely good hockey teams, they haven't looked great. And despite not looking great themselves lately, Philadelphia, they still scored 12 goals their last two games. And I don't think cap the Capitals have that scoring power to be able to match that. We saw a decent winning streak from Philadelphia uh, about a week and a half ago. They went through a couple bumps in the road. 
And now I think they're going to go back onto a winning streak. I'm looking to bet on Philadelphia tonight here on the road, Carm. Are you with me or against me? Yeah, I think I'm going to be with you. Listen, uh, I, I'm going to go over this game in a couple of ways, first of all. But uh, uh, but first of all, I want to talk about like, you know, you look at a line and you wonder about the line. And uh, I always say uh, with any sports, whether it's hockey, whether it's football, if you're if you're not learning, you're losing. You can never be old enough or have been betting long enough. And you guys that have been doing it for a long time know where I'm going with this is if you're you you have to evolve with the game. Yesterday I looked at the line in the Detroit game and I said and I said it, it seems like the books are screaming for you to bet Detroit. And I'm gonna bet Detroit. Well, you the books won because the Islanders went into Detroit and beat the Red Wings, even though the Red Wings did come back to tie that game up. Uh, they they gave up the lead and then uh, the empty netter and uh, all was said and done and I uh, uh, it wasn't a client play but I did bet the game myself so I learned a lesson from that uh, a very small lesson I look more into the line and um, but you look at this one and you know Philly opened up as the dog in this one at minus 105 Washington was the favorite at 115 now it's kind of flipped. Philly's 120, Washington's even money. It should be Urson. Lindgren is confirmed for Washington. And uh, I get your fraud thing on uh, on Washington. I wouldn't go as far as to say fraud because they have played some good games this season when they choose to play some defense. But that game where uh, they got shelled in Detroit was like their fourth game in six nights. Uh, and there's travel there as well, too. So it finally got to them. The problem here is, is that you look at their schedule over the next two, uh, two or three games, and it might give fans a false sense of we have a shot to make the playoffs because uh, if they can somehow squeak a win over the Flyers tonight, they play Arizona uh, in a couple days. Uh, then they have uh, Pittsburgh and Chicago. But their schedule after that is absolutely nuts. Strength of schedule is so important. You, they, they've got to play teams after that like uh, Winnipeg. Edmonton, uh, Seattle Kraken, uh, Vancouver Canucks, Calgary Flames, Toronto Maple Leafs, Carolina, Winnipeg again, Detroit, Toronto again. I'm sorry, man, but that is a schedule that says you've been eliminated from the playoffs. Maybe move some players if you want to move some players and acquire some assets, some draft assets before the trade deadline because uh, Washington, you're in a rebuilding stage of um of your franchise right now so that's the way i look at it for them i think philly is the play tonight because you know they're hanging on to that playoff spot and who would have thought you know 55 60 games into a season this season that philly would be in the top eight surely i didn't um i thought they would be one of those 10th 11th or 12th place teams right now better than last year but not good enough to make the playoffs uh, Torrell has got them playing good hockey. And I think this is an important game for Philly. I, I don't think they can afford to drop points because you've got a couple teams right behind them that are itching to put together win streaks and it's very important. So strength of scheduling is important, uh, Andrew. And, uh, I think Philly is the right play here. I think so too. It should be actually a good game, a divisional matchup. We'll see what happens in that one in the metropolitan division in washington as they play the flyers we're both looking at the flyers to get the job done devils ducks here we've got the ducks plus 215 devils minus 265 
on the prop show earlier, Carm, I was saying if you want anything to do with this Ducks team, just take Frank Vetrano props because he's about the only good thing going right now for this Ducks team. And as far as the Devils are concerned, what a nightmare of a season for them as it's not gone as expected. How do we bet this game? Well, Andrew, before we get into this game, all right, before we get into this game, we got it. I got to do this. So last, like I said, last night I'm watching um, some of the games and one of the guys, uh, he's, he's a good friend. He, he's also a, does the CFL show with Andrew and I, uh, he's our CFL insider. His family have owned, uh, I think pretty much almost, if not all of the CFL teams, most of the CFL teams and have kept the league afloat north of the border here. Um, Rob Braley, he's our CFL insider. So my wife says, you know who Rob looks like? Rob looks like Pat Quinn. Uh, so I'm like, we need to do a side-by-side of uh, Rob Braley and Pat Quinn. Look at these two. So, uh, Andrew, which one is Rob Braley? Which one is Pat Quinn? We got to get Rob behind the bench, man. We got to get him coaching <laughs> some old-school teams. I like it. Looks like he's the uh, yeah, manager it's... for the Blue Jays right now, though. Yeah, he does. And, and you'll be seeing Rob this summer when you come up. Uh, we've got a box uh, at the Blue Jays game, I think uh, they are playing. Uh, I think they're playing the the D Rays that weekend. I'm not sure who they play that weekend, but you're coming up. I think uh, either with your girl or your dad, and we're uh, you'll be in a box with us watching this game. But uh, uh, to Pat Quinn or Rob Braley, uh, one in the same. Um, I'm looking forward to doing the CFL show with you, Andrew. That's uh, that's about a month and a half away. The CFL season kicks off early uh um in uh pre-seasons i think starts in may the season starts uh in earnest in june so uh you you definitely have to get up a, an nhl playoff package along with your cfl package because you had a, a very good cfl season and i know you're gonna have a good nhl playoffs so um maybe package those two together put it up on your page and let's get some sales what do you think I love the idea. I love the idea. I love those combo packages. And uh, you have a great one going right now as well, I believe, with hockey and soccer. So it's a good way for people to uh, get involved with multiple sports. So uh, I appreciate it, Karm. That is hilarious. And I think I see the similarities. I see I see the lookalike there with, uh, with Pat and Rob there. Uh, but again... We got to get Rob. Uh, we got to get Rob on the Blue Jays bench there, coaching the team. Because with that Blue Jays hat, uh, he needs to be making some decisions. I think we could use anybody <laughs> in the playoffs to uh, make some right decisions for that Blue Jays team. Besides what we've had over the last few years, but uh, looking forward yeah. to uh, the CFL show. Yeah, we'll definitely have some some futures going up uh, over the next little while, and uh, get the show going with uh, myself, Rob, and Carmine. So, Carm, last game of the night, as we mentioned, with Devils and Ducks here. This Devils team's been an absolute disaster. And, and sometimes I find, like, in these spots, when you have a team that's been so bad, you're hesitant, right? Because what's a lot of people going to be saying right now? Well, the Devils shouldn't be minus 260. The Devils don't deserve to be minus 260. And then they're going to come in here and win this game 4-1 and blow off all the steam after all their horrible games they've played recently. But you'll have people telling you they don't deserve to be as big of a price as they are. You know what I mean? Just based on how they've played. But when you got Anaheim playing how they've played right now, giving up goals like they are right now, 
it's the road team for me or pass. What do you think? Yeah, I think it has to be. Uh, you have, um, you know, we talk about Anaheim. And Anaheim, uh, you look at them and, uh, you know, they played last night. So, again, it's a back-to-back -back for uh, Anaheim in this spot. And if you want to look at how has Anaheim done in back-to-backs, in the second of back-to-backs, they've had seven such occasions this year. Uh, they're two and five in the second of back-to-backs. They're being outscored uh, on average by 1.57 goals per game in those ones. Uh, and they're averaging themselves only 2.43 goals in the second of a back-to-back. -back. Not great numbers, but those are the numbers uh, with the Ducks, unfortunately. And we don't know what's going to happen as far as uh, are the Ducks going to be sellers at the, at, at the trade deadline as well. It should be uh, Dostal in net tonight against uh, Dawes. And Dawes, Dawes is playing well, I think, uh, for, for the Devils. This is one of those ones where it feels like a kind of like a square Friday uh, in opinions. Um, because, you know, I talked about Ottawa on the puck line. And I'm looking at the same thing on New Jersey. You know, they open that minus 250. They're up to 270. You can't play 250. You couldn't even, or you can't play 270. I wouldn't even have played 250. It's just way out of the wheelhouse uh, of plays. I don't want to take the over. And again, it's because I need to know that both teams can contribute to, to the game going uh, over the total, Andrew. And uh, I can't guarantee that here. Um, I think the only play, as I fix my uh, screen here for a second, it kind of went off uh, on a fritz. The only play um, I would look at is um, Devils on the puck line. Again, it's a dollar ten, laying a goal and a half. You get a team on the second of a back-to-back -back, uh, jersey open uh, um, two nights ago, I think it was, three nights ago, 7-2 uh, in San Jose. They had a couple of days off, uh, and, and, you know, they're waiting for the Ducks to arrive, and you've got a jersey team that cannot lose points or drop points to a team like the Anaheim Ducks, whether it happens or not, we're going to find out. Um, but they can't drop points to Anaheim when they're five points out of a playoff spot. They're five back right now of the Philadelphia Flyers with a game in hand. Uh, they need wins and uh, this is a big one for them. And I think they had, uh, they finish off this road trip, I believe uh, against the LA Kings. So you want to get a win here before you meet the Kings. Cause uh, the Kings, as you saw last night in Vancouver, uh, nice plus money. Plus 120, that's still a good, that's a good price in Vancouver. Got the win there, and maybe the Kings are turning it around. So you want to get this win tonight and then uh, worry about the Kings uh, on the weekend. Puck line Every for me. single game matters. Every single game matters. Puck line there for Carmine. And Carmine, for what it's worth, I'm seeing a DK right now. Plus 110 for a Sens and uh, Devils parlay. So... Uh, if we wanted to look at those two teams to take away the regulation, take away the puck line, just win, baby, then it's just plus 110 for the Sens and uh, uh, Devils to get the job done. And I hear you. And look, I, I'm, I think it's the elephant in the room a lot of times in these short slates. And, you know, we're human just like everybody else in the live chat watching afterwards right now. Every single game is its own game. But sometimes, Carm, you get in your own head, right? You see a slate. I'm like, you know what? As you mentioned... Philadelphia had opened up as more of a pick underdog situation. I like all three favorites tonight. How do I play them? Do I look at the total? Do I start overthinking? Because why do I like all three favorites? But guess what? One game has nothing to do with the other game. And that game has nothing to do with the other game either. 
So it's it's hard on th- on your head sometimes when you say to yourself, "Well, I think all three favorites are going to win tonight," but at the same time, that though, neither of these games have any impact on what happens in the other game, and so on and so forth. Um, but I've actually been a fan lately of of you know putting two teams together, like the Senators, like the Devils, getting that plus one ten price because you don't have to worry about regulation, you don't have to worry about the puck line, you don't have to worry about team total. And just win. And also, if you do end up losing, you're losing a plus price bet, not losing, you know, minus, which is always nice. Um, getting the minus 190, minus 260-ish, and turning that into a plus price is always nice there. Um, Carm, any more comments before we head into the 6 in 60? Uh, no, that's uh, I think that, that's uh, pretty much it for that one. I think the, the good thing about... Um, the 1660 is, uh, and Andy couldn't make it today. We're, we'll have Andy on probably on Monday, uh, if he can make it. But uh, the 1660, I'm going to zip through the 6060. Uh, the numbers are the opening numbers from uh, the only book that has them up right now, which is Bet Rivers. And uh, and then I'm going to discuss a couple of them because I know that uh, with you, Andrew, uh, and get your feedback because I know there'll be some guys in the chat thinking, really? You're gonna do this. You're gonna take that game, or you're gonna you're gonna bet against this team. Um, but the six and sixty's been on a good, really good run. A uh, bunch of four and twos, some five and ones, uh, and then four and two last week. But one guy uh, got it right. He took my six and sixty. And there's two games. Uh, the two games that I lost in the six and sixty were regulation games because you know I'm not gonna lay. I'm not gonna tell you to lay minus two hundred and twenty on a game. But he laid the 220, I guess, in and uh, and he hit the six. He went six to zero because the two games that were in regulation went to OT and they won in OT. So technically, all the games hit, but really, two of them were losses because uh, I had them as regulation and they won in OT. But with that said, you play them the way you want them. I don't really advocate playing like 16 parlays and stuff, but have a little bit of fun with them. I hit one a four teamer yesterday. It comes down to Toronto this summer, I know, for a fact. Not a problem, Andrew. You bring uh, your dad, and I got you guys covered. With that said, Daniel, our uh, fantastic um, producer, uh, I know you've got that uh, clock ready. So whenever. I'm sorry, I froze up there for a second. Carolina and Winnipeg, both teams playing extremely well right now, but the Canes, the second best record in the East, home record in the Eastern Conference, 11-3-1, their last 15 at home, Canes minus 136. Philly and Ottawa, both teams meet, both meetings have gone over the total. Uh, Philly's uh, Flyers on the second of a back-to-back, over six and a half in this one. Tampa and Montreal. Tampa 2-0 versus Montreal this season, both in regulation. I'm taking them against the free space on the bingo card. Tampa in regulation here. Uh, Toronto and uh, the Rangers. Rangers 12-2-1 their last 15, but the Leafs are equally as good. 12-3 their last 15. The fact that the Leafs played a tough one against Arizona, I think, is going to help against the Rangers. Leafs to win there.
Hey guys, yeah. can you hear us? So, Carm, you know, five goals put up on the board there for the Bruins and their game against the Golden Knights, and I think sometimes that's all you need to kind of just feel, you know, rejuvenized and just feel back in action a little bit here. So the Bruins, to me, will be a bet on team moving forward, and Shesterkin is playing out of his mind for the Rangers. So now you have Shesterkin and Quick both playing some red hot goaltending there in New York. The team's playing better in front of him as well. Um, two teams I'm looking to bet on moving forward. And we're actually getting some pretty good prices on this New York team. Um, mm. But looking towards probably betting some unders on Rangers games as they really are locking things down defensively. Really quick, Carm, I know we don't want to take too much time here, but I got to mention something. I find this pretty interesting. I just saw this posted by the Dallas Stars. You know, they're obviously making a huge cup run right now. They just acquired Tanev two days ago. People were acting on social media like Tanev is the next coming of Bobby Orr when that trade happened. <laughs> I think he's a good player, but it's not like it's the biggest trade in the world. But Logan Stankoven, who's a Canadian player, uh, done super well in the AHL. He was a great junior player. So he played his first NHL game a handful of days ago, right? He has four, go four games played in the NHL. And in those four games played, he has four points, three goals, one assist, five hits, two blocked shots. He's a plus two. And the Dallas Stars have just sent him down to the AHL. So does that tell us that no matter what he did during his handful of games in the NHL, he was going to get sent down? Because to me, it's like you got to at least send this guy down once he cools off a little bit. I mean, what else could he have done to earn? I mean, he's going to be a future great player on this team for many years to come. But I just find yeah. that kind of weird. Like the guy gets four points, three goals in his first four games, and Dallas says, go back to the AHL. It's a little bit peculiar to me. Yeah. Uh, we're Andrew, we're going to see a lot of like weird stuff in the last uh, month of the season, uh, the last 20 games or so. For you guys in the chat, and some guys could hear audio, some guys couldn't. You guys didn't know what I said after the 6 and 60. I was saying in the 6 and 60, and uh, um, it was an issue on my part, so I apologize. But I, I asked Andrew for his feedback on the Toronto and the Rangers one and the, and the Islanders in Boston one. And I mentioned, listen, I get it. The Rangers are on a really good run right now, but uh, so were the Leafs, of course. And I think that the fact that the Leafs were tested against Arizona instead of having like a cupcake a cupcake game in which they win 6-1 with relative ease. I think when you get tested, it, it makes you, you know, um, battle tough for the next game because this next game is a big one for the Leafs and uh, they've split two games, uh, each winning in the opposing team's arena. So uh, it's going to be a very good game, but I, I, um, I do like the Leafs there. And then I talked about the fact that, you know, Boston after this game, have the Leafs twice, but sandwiched in between have a game against Edmonton. So it's a, a really tough schedule for them after this one against uh, the Isles and the Isles kind of surprised everybody uh, in their last one. So, um, you know, Andrew gave his thoughts on, on that one as well too. Uh, we shall see. Strength of schedule, I, guys, I always mention it. it is, I find it important. You should discuss it. And, you know, I talked about this uh with Nash with the Nashville Predators and uh I thought that they this that uh their West Coast trip their road trip would be a very good one um and they went five and oh on that one come home and win two the Nashville Predators have the second easiest um schedule uh to finish the season they play teams with a combined win percentage of 519 
Minnesota has the easiest schedule uh, playing teams with a 5.15 um, schedule. And that was up to, uh, uh, up, up to a few days ago. So that's obviously changed a little bit, but uh, it was a good time to ride the Preds, Andrew. Uh, they've been looking good. They're a team looking to bet on, man, and I appreciate you for uh, for you know giving me the heads up on them and that great schedule they have moving forward. As, uh, they're a good team, man, and and they got a good goaltender as well, a good defensive core that that uh, keeps things locked down. Uh, guys, four uh, percent play for me tonight in the NHL. I know it's a small slate, but I do like it. And as you heard, uh, we've got some plays we do like for this smaller slate. So get my best bet over at wagertalk.com. Back to back winning nights for me. Uh, 5% winner two nights ago and a 3% win last night. So you grab my NHL plays and uh, MLB uh, until the all-star break start of the season to the all-star break. Great deal. Number two in totals last year in the MLB. And guess what? That's pretty much all I released was totals plays for the most part of the season totals and team totals. So you can get all of my MLB until the all-star break uh, at one great price. Find more info at wagertalk.com. Best bet's going to be Shane Pinto from the Ottawa Senators. Over two and a half shots on goal. Seven of his last 10 games, he has gone over this number, Carm. Since he has gotten back from his suspension, he has been great for this Ottawa team. A consistent offensive force for Ottawa. And uh, honestly, I think if he wasn't suspended for the large part of the season this number would be at three and a half and not two and a half. We will keep betting this as long as it stays at two and a half. Shane Pinto, Pinto parlay over two and a half shots on goal. Carm, what do you have for us? Yeah, so um, a, a couple things uh, as far as, uh, before I get into the plays, because uh, I saw some people putting in the chat, so I'll, I'll, I'll talk about this really quickly. If you didn't see yesterday's uh, Wager Talk Today show, they brought me on Teddy and has brought me on right at the end of the show to talk about a story that just happened to me recently and it was like I woke up in the middle of the night 3 a.m with a headache uh, instead of grabbing the advil I, in a, another advil bottle i had uh, some uh, viagra <laughs> i took the wrong pills and the headache didn't go away i just was stuck with two different kinds of headaches so with that said they came up with a coupon code viagra 69 to get uh, a seven day all access for uh, 69 dollars if you uh, took advantage of that coupon yesterday, you went 4-0 in the NHL. Uh, two plays up in the NHL for tonight, and then three plays already up for tomorrow in um, Premier League Soccer. And they're all 4% plays. I really like the card tomorrow, so I'm hoping to start the month off. Good February. I want to have an even better March. As far as my show best bet, guys, uh, we took this guy uh, earlier this week, Jack Hughes in San Jose. He had 11 shots on goal. I'm taking the over four and a half, and I get it's juicy, minus 160. But the guy has gone over his total, like I think nine of his last 11 games. He's gone over that four and a half, which is a high number. Now, if you don't want to lay the 160, here is the Andy Lang way of playing this. You take a same game parlay with Jack Hughes over four and a half shots on goal and New Jersey Devils to win the game, their money line, and you turn the 160 into plus 120. So now you're not laying any VIG and you're getting money. If Eichel's getting those shots on goal, or sorry, Eichel, if Hughes is getting those shots on goal, the Devils are going to win tonight. 
put them together, get plus 120 on your money, and then you'll go over those two and a half slices of pizza tonight that some guy mentioned in the chat. So that's your free play on Friday's show. And uh, guys, thanks for tuning in. Hit that like button. And if you haven't already done so, please subscribe. It isn't a Friday show or an Andrew and Carm show if we didn't spend 44 minutes talking about two pretty bad games. Thanks for watching, guys. We'll let uh, all of you guys go and enjoy your Friday and our producer get ready for Wager Talk today. As you know, it's always a fun one with Prez on Fridays. Enjoy your weekend, guys. Best of luck. We'll see you on Monday. Hopefully Prez took his meds today. We'll see what happens. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs>